Special shout out to all our patrons who support the show every week. Head on over to patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast and subscribe today for bonus content, special shout outs on social media, and so much more. Patrons, you help keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going, and we couldn't do it without you. Not a patron yet? Join us today at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. You can also support the show by using our brand new Amazon affiliate link anytime you shop on Amazon.com for things like running gear, food, beverages, or anything else the little gray trucks might bring your way. Just go to runeatdrink.net slash Amazon anytime you shop. It costs nothing extra, and it helps us keep the lights on and the bandwidth flowing. Go to runeatdrink.net slash Amazon, and we thank you for your support. Hi, I'm Donna Deegan, Chief Eternal Optimist of the Donna Foundation and founder of Donna Marathon Weekend. You're listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back-of-the-packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 233 of the Runny Drink Podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Welcome to a recap where we get you into the holiday spirit and... Talk about spending some time with some members of the Runcation Nation. Yeah, all in the in the shadow of some very historic homes. Uh, mm. Of course, we're going to be talking and recapping this week about our local turkey trot that we did for Thanksgiving. Because mm. nothing says welcome to the new world like running a 5K, I guess. You always take the... The historical kind of angle, uh, I guess, because you were a history major in college. Or, well, you could say nothing says thank you for saving us from starving to death here in the new world running a 5K. I don't know. Wow. Wow. It's a tradition that we have and that hundreds of thousands, if not millions of Americans have. We run a 5K every every Thanksgiving because that's what Uh you do. Uh You got to make room in that second stomach for the food that's coming later on. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you run so that you can gobble later. Yes. Yes. And that is true of Thanksgiving and impending holidays here in December as well. There may be one or two holidays in December, parties, get-togethers, gatherings, where there might be some additional food served. And Mm -hmm. what better way to do to get you ready for those than to burn a few calories in advance? And all of the people who are running those longer and longer still training runs as they close in on, say, Rocket City this weekend. Yes. Or Dopey and the Marathon weekend at Disney next month. Or I'm FOMOing Rocket City. I know. We're going to be at Disney, not running, but cheering. Mm -hmm. So I don't have quite as much FOMO there. Well, and of course, it is two months away, two months, count them, 
two. Uno dos. Two. Uh-huh. Our favorite. Well, one of our favorites. Oh, yes. One that is near and dear to our hearts. At the top of the show, you heard her introduce our week, our show this week. Donna Deegan. Yes. The woman for whom the Donna Marathon Weekend is named and... Like she said, the chief eternal optimist. optimist. Yeah. So we're very excited. And yes, we're going to be running and doing a lot of stuff ahead of that one. Because once we get up there for Donna, there's tons of great food and beverage to be had in the metro Jacksonville area. Oh, which yes. We cannot wait to bring you. But mm. we're getting ahead of ourselves because we, we, Indeed. we did talk about, of course, what our run is going to be this yes. week. We also, there was a time on the show Mm -hmm. where we did more of this. We did more recipes during the pandemic. We were doing more, more recipe cooking because you kind of had to, I mean, a lot of restaurants weren't open and people were looking for ideas of things to make at home. And Mm -hmm. we're, we're going back to that. We're bringing you guys a recipe. We haven't Mm -hmm. done it in a while. And, And in doing so, I think we need to do this more often. Well, Also, around the holidays, in the history books of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast, in the last five years, now we are into our sixth year. In the archives. In the archives, we, around the holidays, tend to get nostalgic and talk about favorite recipes at family gatherings. Oh, yeah. In fact, I just had uh, my cousin reach out yesterday, and it's like, hey, I'm looking for this peanut brittle recipe that your mom had. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I've I've got it somewhere. I got to track it down. I know where it's at. Like I actually confiscated, I guess I should say confiscated or, but Oh, in quotes, borrowed. (laughs) You borrowed. And I borrowed. Aggressively borrowed. For some time, my parents read recipe book. Now this is not like a book on Apple books or in a PDF reader or something like that. It is a it's held together with it's held together with tape <laughs> like and 30 year old scotch tape. And it has pockets, has some laminated things, some handwritten folks, young things, index cards. It's, it's like the president's book of secrets from national treasure. I mean, it's, I guess. it's like that. So I I took it and I typed out all the recipes so that we would have them in digital form because Lord knows I, I don't know if if that thing is going to start to fall apart, disappear, whatever. So I did what I could. Well, if this year's taught us anything of the importance of making sure you have backups of those paper things, those those recipes, for instance, right. Backups upon backups upon backups. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we have them in written form. We have them in digital form. We have them backed up many, many times over now. And regardless of what the family is is planning on doing, we like to we like to make at least a sampling of some of those familial recipes. But then also sometimes something new creeps in. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna be introducing you guys to another original content creator this week who I discovered while while doom scrolling on on TikTok. Is that what you call it? Is yeah, doom just, scrolling? Just going. Doom scrolling. I I am what? I admit it. I channel my inner 12-year-old, and I, I scroll TikTok way longer than I should. Oh, and, okay. And I found this recipe, and, and, and 
it's pretty good at figuring out what you like. And of course, it's serving me up a lot of running and eating and drinking stuff, of course. Well, and that's what I said what I liked when I signed up for the service. Yeah. That's what it's finding me. Well, I find this this recipe and I send it to Amy and I said, hey, what do you think about this? So we talk about it today on the show. And you guys are going to want to hear about this. Whoa! Cookie butter pie. Mm-mm. I promise you, yes, you won't yes. regret it. And then last but not least, we are going to be returning to a local favorite for the drink portion of the show. It's no secret. If you look back in the archives, once again, we have talked about holiday traditions. We've talked about running turkey trots in the past. We also make no secret of the fact that we love our local breweries. And one of our favorites is Coastal Days. And we're we're doing a little bit of a holiday celebration, but also a, a celebration of the the hard work of the owner, the master brewer. The new owner. The new owner. So we're celebrating that a little brewer, bit. Yeah. Yes, we're celebrating that a little bit, bringing some joy and to a great supporter of our show. Yeah. He was kind enough to jump into a live or mm-hmm. our, our last live and talk with us for a little bit. So shout out, shout out to Alex and we're going to get to him a little bit more later in the show. Yes. Guys do us a favor. I know that the holidays are upon us. Everybody's busy. You're shopping. We, yes. You're getting everybody. those last minute gifts. Sure. You're, you're working overtime to pay for those last minute gifts. Whatever oh, the case oh, yeah. may be. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget that they're for that special someone in your life. You know what? You can get them. A shout out on the show. For sure. Just by emailing us at info at runeatdrink.net. That's info at runeatdrink.net. Or call us. At 941-677-2733. That's 941-677-2733. And leave a message that we can play on the show. Everybody loves to hear their own name. Their own name. Plus a shout out. Can you, you would make that person's month and it would be a fabulous gift, as you say. And it costs you nothing. And except, it costs you nothing. Except a couple of minutes of your time to yes. email us at info at run, eat, drink, dot net or call us at 941-677-2733. We could give you shout outs for, for yourself and your accomplishments in this training season or... For someone you love in the Runcation Nation that deserves it. Like, I would just like to shout out Meg and Susie because we received packages in the mail this week. We did. And we haven't opened them yet. We're going we to. Their presents. You know, we're going to do that. But whatever's in those packages, thank you for thinking of us Absolutely. and sending a little ray of sunshine and holidays our way. And. I would just also like to shout out two of our fellow favorite podcast hosts, Tom and Diana over there on the Will Run For mm-hmm. podcast, because I was seeing in social media how Diana supported Tom through a very long training run, motivation, love, nursing through hitting the wall or having doubts making sure that they pushed through and made it through their training run for, you guessed it, January 2023. Yep. 
So I know all of you out there who are getting the mileage, you're, you're getting the mileage in the long training runs for, for that. Shout out to Fitz and Rudy who are going to go and have a blast at Rocket City, like you said. Indeed. Mm. Can't wait to, to hear some feedback from that race, yeah. from, from them and from maybe some members of the Runcation Nation that are running that. Also, shout out to the Cape Coral Running Group. Oh. I saw some of their posts this week. They were doing mileage in southwest part of cape coral over by a local gastro pub oh. that we that we have here that i believe we featured on the show gosh i want to say you I, can search for it on runnydrink.net when yeah, you go to the show's page you can type in that is true the name of this place and i i think that uh, seeing them hit that and then grab a beer afterwards where were they over at keg and cow Oh yeah. So I, I I was like, oh, I wish I could have made that run. Um, I know, I know. One of these days, Dan Dan is so patient. He's like, hey, hey, man, come on, hey, come on, hey, come on. And it's just that my work schedule is never conducive to it. It's never for whatever reason. Or you can blame it on the wife something. right here. You could say like, you know, there's the honeydew list on the weekend. That's true. Saying, That's true. It's Amy's. Fault. Sorry, Dan. It's Amy's fault. So, so no, sorry. No, no, it, it genuinely is. It just tends to be work schedule for me. So one of these days soon, I promise, I promise. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was jealous because uh, what a great place to start slash end your race and uh, be able to get a delicious, they have like 30 something taps and they always variety. do like a bur burger of the month and uh, good stuff. There is variety. And that's not even the food portion and the drink portion of the show. I know. So let's speak enough. Let's, let's get to the run portion. Okay. First, let's I'm, talk. I'm all out of order here. Let's talk running. Well, that was part of the shout outs for Dan and the Cape Coral Running Group. And you just got onto that because you're thinking I did. of the burgers. You're thinking of what we run for. This is true. Anyway, let's talk running. Let's talk running. Of course, you know, we talk about it uh, every Thanksgiving. We we figure out which turkey trot we're going to do, whether we're going to be here locally or we're traveling. Last year, we went to Orlando. Sometime, yeah, every now and then we get a wild hair and we decide, let's go join the rat race that's traveling on like the busiest travel weekend ever, regardless of how you're doing it, whether you're flying or driving, it doesn't matter. It's well, when the Track Shack hosts an event. Oh, yeah. In Orlando. I'm not complaining. Right. Very well put together, organized, fun. It was. So. But we decided this year we were going to keep it close to home. Mm -hmm. So we started looking for turkey trots around here. And we've done a couple of different events here. One that we have not done is actually the turkey trot that has historically been right here in our hometown. The it's one that we normally do is down in near Astero, Astero when we're at home. When we're at home. And that's that's a 30-minute drive. It's a great event put on by Elite Events out there at a Hertz Arena. I mm -hmm. believe it's branded it's currently called. Hertz Arena. It used to be Jermaine Arena. It, and it it's just fun. The medals are great. Very close course. Mm -hmm. No complaints. Great event. But, but we had never done this one that has such ties to history in Fort Myers. No, no. Well, this event has been going on for what would they say? That this, this is the 43rd year. 43rd year. Mm -hmm. And I, I was not certain that this was the same event that was here in our hometown. Because it relocated. It did. And for years, I used to work this event doing traffic control in my, my full-time job. And 
the reason that we didn't do it was because it typically where it is held here in town mm. is a very fast flat course in a neighborhood, but it's just not much to look at. And I was just like, ah, you know, I I can do that at home. Not really interested in that. Let's go do the one over in Estero instead. I think it's different for you. I think it's because you worked it and you wanted to, it's a holiday and you wanted to do something away from something work related. That's what I think. Well, that too. So when we saw this one pop up, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Because what a lot of people don't know is that, down here in the Fort Myers area, I mean, we're, mm-hmm. we live in Cape Coral. Uh, Fort Myers is just across the bridge. Fort Minutes Myers away. is a very historic city, mm-hmm. and the, the summer homes of two very famous men mm. are in on the on the cusp of downtown Fort Myers, and that's the Edison and Ford Winter Estates, as in Thomas Edison and Henry Ford restaurants named for them there and these estates Streets. are just just gorgeous pieces of history and they're right on the river they're they they were neighbors who knew beautiful <laughs> and properties it, they actually the event start and finish right there and yes it was we had never done this no come to find out this event was the one from our town it relocated over there right and we're like Let's do it. So we signed up for it. And when we got there, there was same day packet pickup. Which was very nice. Mm -hmm, Because when work schedules don't permit until the day of the holiday, it's kind of nice. But they had pre-event pickup too. So you could partake either way, whatever is going to be most convenient. And they had it in different areas, different businesses. Yes. So Fort Myers Fort Myers Track, Track Club. Club. Nice job in partnering with the different businesses to do that from around town, different times, different businesses. So it can be convenient no matter what, race day or before. Yeah. And that was and the Fort Myers Track Club does a great job with doing chip timing for races and mm-hmm. and this was a, a chip timed course. Sure. With a bib, a t-shirt. I liked the color of the t-shirt too. It was a light, a soft light blue, like a like a aqua blue with like the heather, like little flecks of white in it. Mm-hmm. Really nice, very soft and cozy. Great artwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have no complaints about that. Yeah. Um, I thought that the the pre-race packet pickup super organized very organized tent set up and lots and lots of volunteers to guide you to the right place for a bib pickup if you were there for that first off yes parking was a cinch mm-hmm. the the actual area like the little I, i'll call it a runner's village i mean it's not it's it's you're on the property of the edison and ford winter estates they have like a little patio area out there and normally they have a food truck set up out there Coffee. It, was, it, it was not open at that moment right. they had a huge tent there with your with everything to pick up mm-hmm. and the lines were moving and yeah very i mean everything was very efficient super well organized and then we we went to the start 
Well, actually, we, we put our shirts back in and dropped them back in our cars. Which was nice because we didn't have to it, it, park far away from that little runner's village, like oh, you call it. It was nice to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. It was nice. We got a little warm-up walk in and taking the shirts to the cars, to the car, putting on the bibs. And who did we run into when we were doing that? But somebody... Decked out in Run Eat podcast gear. Kelly. Yes. Kelly and her son. And shout out to Kelly, who also had some of her kids volunteering at the water stop. Yes, she was telling us. She goes, yes, you have to yell at my kids when when you get to the water (laughs) stop. (laughs) And she was wearing a tank top that was a Run Eat podcast tank top. And we got a photo with her and her son. And it was just great to see members of a family come together. And it was great to see our logo. Just, it was unexpected. It, it was. And so great. I, of as her I was to walking, she's waving at me and I, I'm still like wanting coffee and she's waving at me and it registered like someone's waving at me. Mm-hmm. And then I went, and and they're wearing a running drink podcast shirt. And, oh, it's Kelly, our it, marathoner from Donna. It took me just a second, but oh uh, yeah, I, it was great to see that, and mm-hmm. I'm really happy for her because of that extra seventeen to twenty two percent speed. Oh, really? That she got from wearing that shirt. You're happy. Yeah. You know, again, it's nice when the science works out when the right? researchers in the running drink podcast labs are doing it's, their job and they're so on very on hard. task. They're delivering for you guys out there. So don't don't worry. There's plenty of shirts. Grab one in the store. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we we dropped our shirts off, Ray shirts, and then we we headed to the start. This was a kind of a weird thing. Oh. I because in the little runner's village, there's the finish line and they got the inflatable arch up. So you and know they got where you're clocks. going. So yeah, you know where you're gonna end. It's good. But that's not the start line. No. And a lot of Weekend 5Ks, a lot of a lot of turkey trots, they'll have the start and finish. It'll be an out and back. Mm-hmm. This was different. All of a sudden, everybody starts migrating, just spontaneously migrating out the front gate and ra- like out onto McGregor Boulevard. On the sidewalk. On the sidewalk. Safely. And then around the a corner at the, at the very first side street, yeah. which is just the outer perimeter of, of the property. And heads right into the Edison Park historic neighborhood, mm-hmm. which is a bunch of older, beautiful homes. Gorgeous. And we all just congregate in the street in this neighborhood. And I'm like, okay, where, where are we supposed to go? What are I, I wasn't quite sure what well, was happening. We didn't really we, do any research beforehand. We no. were just on the course. We were like, yeah, let's just go. So we start meandering up towards the front. And while we were meandering, I, I believe that we heard a pop, just a single pop. Yeah. And we're off. The race starts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what And what we learned as we got to the start line, finally, was they didn't have any audio set up in the neighborhood. Like no, no PA systems, no music. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very respectful of the neighborhood. And the holiday. And the holiday. Now, that said, there were it. plenty of neighbors out oh, yeah. cheering and 
and waving at everybody and all, all that. I don't think you'd have been waking too many people up if they'd have done a PA or a or a bullhorn or something. But uh, that was just just something that I noticed. Like a lot of times, smaller races will even do like a a, a little canned air air horn, and not even that. So it was just a, a surprise, right? But that's okay, right? The race course itself was flat, super flat. Great neighborhood to run in. Beautiful. Yeah. This kept you in the neighborhoods just within, really within a mile to a mile and a half of, of the of the river. This is definitely for district adjacent and park. Beautiful neighborhoods to run through. Tons of neighbors out there cheering you on. I mean, they they... I think if this becomes the permanent location, we're going to see that only increase. I think they could expand and it really could be just a 5k block party. Yes, absolutely. So I, I'm with you. It's, it was great. Some people had blow up. There was a, what was it, a dolphin or a shark? They were, they were left shark from the Katy Perry halftime show. Right, and golf carts where they had just wheeled right up to the closed course on the street where they were cheering, and there were a lot of neighbors who were, I see you, I you can do it, just very reminiscent of our one of our favorite races up there in Jacksonville that we have talked about in this episode, in fact. Indeed, but on a smaller scale. So if this becomes the permanent home for this race, I think we're going to see that only increase. I really do. The the neighborhood that you're running through just lends itself to that. The Uh way the streets are laid out and sidewalks and yeah. Dogs. This this would be great. Kids. And I guess the best way to describe this is a I guess you could call it a modified loop or a modified out and back. Sure. Because it's not really an out. I mean, it's kind of out and back, but then at the end you go. A separate path. A a, a separate path they go uh, run onto the property and through that inflatable finish line. And to the after party. Right. Mm -hmm. So all in all, I, again, this would be a great event if you're really wanting to work on your 5k time. Sure. Complete traffic control. Fort Myers police department did a phenomenal job. It's also great for families if you line up at the back and just take your time with the walkers or run walkers. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, and this course was friendly to strollers. Mm-hmm. So you could absolutely do that regardless of the age of your children. There may have been some kids on, on some of those little like razor scooters. And- I don't think they were part of the race i think they were in the neighborhood, neighborhood kids that's quite possible that they, they they were they were something else and one of them was doing his best to keep pace with the lead runner of the whole race who i Whoa. think did the whole thing in about 14 minutes wow something, there were some of those crazy. fast runners that actually did the course twice yes Yes. And the and the people who placed in age groups and masters and overall did get beautiful medals. Yes. Now they did not have a finisher's medal for everybody. No. But they did have the age group gorgeous stuff, which was just fantastic. absolutely beautiful. So and, and I don't think th- for this one it, it was just about 
getting the holiday started off right. And I don't know if a lot of you out in there in, in the Runcation Nation do have that tradition and even maybe a Jingle Bell 5K for the holidays coming up in December. But it's nice to start, like in the years past, we've done Run for a Clause and we've done it mm-hmm. when it was virtual on the Tampa River Walk. And yep. it's just nice to kick off a holiday that way, especially if it's one where you're going to do a lot of gift giving and you may do a little bit of indulgent food and beverage for the day. Oh, 100%. So. 100%. And Jessica, Jessica O'Keefe met us at the end of the race before the after party. And she and her son had run the 5K. So shout mm-hmm. out to her and the Runcation Nation. They ran it separately. He ran with some some buddies from school. And Jessica ran and she was typical Jessica running back after she had finished to high five and cheer on a lot of fellow runners. She's so infectious the way she does that. Yeah. She's she's great. And so. yeah, getting to see her at the end was awesome. And uh, then, then while we were mingling around at the after party, we ran into Dan Rams and his wife, mm-hmm. from Cape Coral Running Group. And it was great. Got photos with them. And it was great to see them. It was great to wear a little costume. And it was a little bit warmer than I would have liked for us, for any runners out there. But the after party was fantastic. We had food and beverage there. I believe the Bagel Factory was supplying some of the food there, which is a local breakfast place. And there were plenty of free bananas. Mm -hmm. And Mick Ultra. Yeah. Which was a title sponsor. Right. And they had their little inflatable beer garden and... (laughs) And you get your tiny can. I, I, th- I, don't, like, I don't know if you little, got that picture in the show notes. Can. Well, no, I'm, prob- the I'm artwork. probably going to save it for social media. But it's the smallest can of beer I've ever seen. It's, it's one of those so little tiny. tiny, like like it's not even an airplane can. I don't know what you it's would like call those it. Little baby cans of soda that yeah. you see in the store that you can buy. I've never seen a can of beer like that. Yeah, it was so little. It was cute. Indulge responsibly. Absolutely. And it, it was, you stay in the beer garden while you're enjoying, and then you can step away after you finish. And just all put together, great race. Absolutely. I would do it again, no question. I think that if you're looking at coming down to Southwest Florida during the holidays, if you're you're going to be traveling down here, maybe you get a great deal. You want to do Thanksgiving down here. near By the beaches. The beaches. The oceanfront. Or you want some, some place that's going to be a quick drive across the alley over to Miami and then having being able to day trip to Tampa and Sarasota. Sure. Coming here, great option. And it's nice knowing we've got this one plus a couple of others here locally mm-hmm. that are great options for Thanksgiving turkey trot 5Ks. So absolutely would do this one again. I hope they keep it at this location. Oh, me too. And I hope that the crowd support only grows. And I would encourage people, if you do come and do this one, take the tour of the Edison and Ford Winter Estates. Beautiful they trees. They are amazing to see. The properties, the architecture, and these houses just went through the same hurricane that we did, and they're already back open. And beautiful. (laughs) And they're beautiful as ever on the river. So 
those guys were doing something right with their mm. engineering. And uh, yeah, it's it, it's a really neat slice of history. Great. So check it out. We'll have links in the show notes mm-hmm. for you to potentially put this one on your calendar. But you know me, all this talk of running. Has it made you hungry? It has indeed. And mm. unusually, I have a bit of a sweet tooth. Let's be real. I order dessert. You always say, I, I'm not really a sweets person. I'm not going to order it. But I order it. And then what happens? I'll take a bite. Or? Or two. Or? Not usually more than that. Ah, we end up splitting a eh, lot of the time. Mm. Come on. Depends on what it is. But I could take it or leave it. You love Oreo cookies. Not a sponsor of the show, but that is a, a cookies and cream flavor is something that you are very yes, fond of. Yes, if I'm having ice cream or something like that. Yes. Sure. And when you're talking about cookies, one thing that I have come to love over the years of traveling, and it's a weird thing, <laughs> I like when you're on an airplane yes. having a black coffee and Biscoff cookies. I do too. Not again, not a sponsor not of the show. Not sponsors of the show. And 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 to be perfectly fair, they're not the only one that makes this type of cookie. That True. This type of cookie is called a speculoos. Speculo, speculoos. I don't know. I don't know where that word comes from, but either way. Somebody could school us, send it in. Yeah, it's kind of like a like a cinnamon shortbready kind of thing. Crisp cookie. Crisp cookie. That you could dunk in your coffee on that airplane as you head to a race. And that's just, for me, that's perfect. The bitterness of the coffee that softens up the cookie, mm-hmm. the, the cinnamon flavor from that. It's just sure. wonderful. So I was, as I told you at the top of the show, I fl- I'm flipping through TikTok. Mm-hmm. I find this <laughs> video from a creator who I'm now following and absolutely love his stuff and his mm-hmm. his handle is i believe it's underscore bees b-e-e-s baking oh and he also has an instagram you gotta check him out yeah and the video is 60 seconds long i think super short super short mm. knocks i mean it really has a good mastery of the uh, of the the platform i think that there is a talent to yeah. people who are good creators on TikTok, just like when Vine was a thing, mm. if you could master that six-second format, it was amazing what people could do in six seconds. Yeah. Same same thing goes here. You have more time to work with. Sure. But I sent you this recipe, and I'm like, oh man, I, this looks incredible. Mm. I was shocked when you're like, I'm making that. Well, I'm a fan of those cookies as well. I'm also a fan of browsing the aisle in the grocery store where the peanut butter and the bread are and seeing that there's Biscoff butter, cookie butter. Cookie butter. Cookie butter. They take these cookies and they whip them, probably adding in some other stuff to them as well. I'm sure. I don't even want to look at the ingredients. And then- It's a holiday Dessert. Yeah, they whip it into yeah, which are calorie free, right? Um, but they whip it into a spreadable butter like a peanut butter. But this stuff tastes oh. just like the cookies. We cannot, we absolutely cannot have this in the house. It's just like no, it's, it's just like the chocolate hazelnut spread. Right. Cannot have that in the house. The urge to just go buy, grab a spoon, 
and get a spoonful and keep walking is too great. I cannot have it here. The cookie butter is the same thing. I know. I know. (laughs) It's so good. I can't handle it very much like I can't handle caramel. Uh, This is true. Salted caramel, anything like that. So just naturally. So we don't. So we don't. But when I saw this, I was like, well, we're going to have a holiday. We're going to have a lot of people. Pumpkin pie, pecan, pecan pie. Something different. Let's do something different and see how it goes and how it's received. This is the cookies and butter form the crust. Just yeah. like you would make a graham cracker crust. It's yeah. very, very similar. The recipe is so simple. I mean, it's basically the thing of the cookie butter, mm. cream cheese. Oh, the actual pie itself once you have the shell made, yes. And confectioner sugar. That's yeah. your that's your filling. And you could add vanilla. You add, what, a dash of salt. It's, uh, yeah. And then you made the crust by grinding up the cookies. Although they sell them. On Amazon, already ground up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. yeah. If you want, if you want the crumbs, yes. But I, there's something. There was something very satisfying about putting them in the blender and pulverizing them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and, and if anybody that, else gets that. And that was so easy too. Watching you do that because you basically you mix the butter and the crumbs and then you put it in the in the the pie pan and, and you spread it out and you baked it off and bake it off. And once you bake, while you're baking it off. For like 10 to 12 minutes, depending on your oven. You keep an eye on it. And then you can make what's going to be the filling, which is the cookie butter. And let's be real. There's not going to be, I keep saying that, but you are afraid of having any leftovers of that cookie butter jar in the house. And and you just use the whole thing in the mixture. Right. Okay. So- it's just like it's like the same thing with cookies. Yeah. You use an, one entire package of cookies. Yes. I did keep some out because his video is very smart. It, it keeps some out to garnish the top of the pie. I think it looks nice doing it. And it's good texture too. as well. So that that's good. So I kept some of those aside to pulverize them Maybe with like a meat mallet that mm-hmm. we had, which was very also satisfying. <laughs> she worked out some rage. Yeah. If you kitchen. have, if, if you have some stress, that's a great way to work it out. That's all I'm saying. And so it, that's the whole jar of the cookie butter. It's softened cream cheese. It's confectionery sugar, vanilla and salt to taste really salts. Like maybe no more than a fourth of a teaspoon. And then having that all in the mixer and then streaming in cream. Heavy cream. Heavy cream. And Sounds horrible, doesn't it? And and then you put that all together and then you chill it for hours until, or you could put it in the freezer if you were trying to speed up the process. Which we had to do because we were up against time crunch. Right. But normally you would- refrigerate I, th- I think he says three hours, hours in the fridge mm-hmm. and we're not gonna lie the the video goes on about how to make your whipped cream to top the pie 
But we really, we were like, we don't have time for that. Let's just, let's just go to Cool Whip, Ready Whip, whatever your pleasure is. And, and that's what we're going to garnish with in addition to those crushed up cookies on the top. Yeah, we've we've made whipped cream before. That- we, we get it. Heavy, heavy cream, confectionery sugar, a little bit of vanilla in a blender. It's fine. It's good. Works great. Wonderful. But we just took the shortcut this time. Don't judge us. It was delicious either way. Yeah. There there may have been some licking of the bowl. Isn't that what that's a tradition that takes you back to childhood at the holidays anyway. Of course. So um, it, what is there really to say about it? It tastes like a a Biscoff cookie cheesecake. I mean it's, or if you if you freeze it and it comes cold, it's almost like an ice cream sandwich type deal. Yes. And actually that, I, I think freezing it gave us a, a little better texture. I liked that. That's um, good. I, I was a big fan. Super good. Super satisfying. Very sweet. Again, this is, this is a perfect dessert to pair with an espresso or a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. But You don't need is, a big piece of it. But it's lighter than pecan pie or pecan pie. Oh, because of the richness of that filling? Yes. Yeah. And it's lighter than pumpkin pie. Well, pumpkin has got that denseness in the filling. Yes. And this, because you have whipped the cream cheese and the Biscoff cookie butter into a frenzy with the heavy cream. With the heavy cream. It it just. You're aerating it and mm -hmm. it's, oh. It's good. It's good. Yes. It's indulgent. Yes. Will you be happy that you ran those miles in the morning? Yes. Yes. But it's, I think it's worth it. The family really responded to it. Okay. No, the family didn't respond to it. This thing was the runaway hit of the holiday table. You crushed Thanks to you no. sending me. The recipe. I was going to say, it's it's that- thanks to our <laughs> one of our new favorite content creators, yes, yes. Bees Baking. Thank you, sir. Let's think outside the box, as you say. And it was a success. We so, liked uh, it so much. Uh, we're making it again for Christmas. Mm-hmm. and Because there are family members who weren't at the gathering who are very curious. And Amy has been drafted to make one. <gasps> yeah. For our friend Alex at Coastal Days Brewing, who we're going to be talking about in just a couple of minutes. Mm -hmm. But before we go on, we wanted to tell you all that we are hosting a silent auction that's going to be running from December 12th to the 23rd to benefit the Donna Foundation. We are going to have all sorts of of incredible items for you to bid on. And Amy has been reaching out across the globe to (laughs) businesses, luminaries in running, you name it. And she has gotten such an amazing response from these people and businesses. And we are so grateful to them. But you are going to get to bid on things like race entries and books from your favorite authors, pint glasses from some of these amazing breweries that we've talked about. And some of our favorite restaurants, pizza joints. You know the drill. There may even be some Run, Eat, Drink podcast swag in the mix and Mm. so much more. 
the best news, I think it's the best news of all. All of the proceeds go to the Donna Foundation to support those battling breast cancer and their families, as well as cutting-edge research to finish this terrible disease. Over this weekend, we're going to be previewing these items that are going to be up for grabs during the silent auction online. Instructions on how to bid links will be in our social media. So stay tuned for more. It's run, eat, drink podcast on Facebook and Instagram and run, eat, drink pod on Twitter. And if we ever get TikTok together, it's run, eat, drink podcast. <laughs> I mean, if we, I can ever get it together, account. we just got to figure out what our thing is on TikTok. but we are going to celebrate the culmination of this silent auction. And we're going to be celebrating all of you who've donated on December 24th, we're going to do a special live broadcast from the run, eat, drink podcast towers. Towers, the towers. Uh, on a serious note, for more information about the Donna Foundation, to donate directly to our fundraising page, you can find out more if you go to runsignup.com slash red runs to finish breast cancer. We'll have a link in the show notes, of course. Mm-hmm. In addition to, yeah, we, we'll just have links for all the things for our today's episode in the show notes as you know we thank you guys for your support we cannot wait for you to get bidding on this amazing stuff for our silent auction supporting the donna foundation are you thirsty i am oh i am and better yet we're saving some of this Mm. that we're going to be talking about we actually have even more our friends over at coastal days brewing specifically the new owner and congratulations uh, with a z alex he, he's just a, an incredible and he's a mad scientist when it comes to beer and he put together a winter ale and listen this time of year you start seeing it you know the big breweries like sam adams they put out these these winter lagers or winter ales or winter warm winter warmer beers and we like that style. I do. I I love the flavors of the season, and I love the fact that they lend themselves to delicious beers. And Alex yes. hit it out of the park with this one. So entirely true. Do you have the description? I do. It is available on CoastalDaysBrewery.com, which we will link again in the show notes. And just an aside before I read this description that Alex – is contributing to our silent auction. Yes. And for the Donna. And the reason that I, I, we mentioned him and you having to bake a cake for him is he's like, maybe I can do a beer based on this cake. I hope he does. But he has, Amy has to bring him the cake first. So. Yes. So this mad scientist created tap number 12 currently at Coastal um, Days Pie. Brewery. Pie. Sorry. Oh, the pie. Yes. <laughs> what did you say? I said cake. It's pie. Cake, first, pie. first there's pie. Now there's cake. Yeah. <laughs> I got that reference. <laughs> Does anybody else? Let me know. Okay. On CoastalDaysBrewery.com, on the tap list, it's tap number 12 currently, White Cap Winter Ale, 6.9% ABV. And the description goes like this. It's the most wonderful time for beer. <laughs> the holiday season is upon us, and so are the festive brews with a Z, because the Coastal Days is a Z. 
This winter ale clocks in at 6.9% ABV and is the perfect melody of holiday ingredients, including cinnamon, nutmeg, clove, and allspice, as well as subtle notes of orange zest, vanilla, and molasses, all rounded out by a robust malty backbone. Ugh. This beer reminds me of like a ginger snap cookie, kind of. But I don't think, like, when I think of ginger snaps, I think of the really intense ginger flavor. This had such just a a deft hand with the cinnamon, not too much. Nutmeg, just a hint. Mm-hmm. Clove, we're not going to go overboard. The thing I was scared of was the molasses. And, and it's not too sweet, not like a dessert beer. And not syrupy. Great body, really drinkable. Yeah, I would say it. it's not a heavy, heavy body. It's not a dessert beer in and of itself. It's just, it's like a medium body, almost a light one, but a dark color. I would, I would call this a medium bodied beer. Uh, yes, very dark. Mm-hmm. But I like the fact that it's not sweet. Right. So if you wanted to have this with food, you could, you absolutely could. Mm. And again, at 6.9% ABV, that's, that's a pretty high ABV beer. You don't need a lot of them. You don't. And this is a bit of a sipper, but oh, it's so How good. How did you feel about the carbonation? I, I would call it. Not super strong. I, call, I, thought. I would call it moderate, yeah. almost heavy. Oh, I would uh, say moderate. It was, it was mm. nice and bubbly, but pleasantly so. Mm-hmm. And I think it benefits from that because you've got the the medium body and you've got those spices, which have a nice, a more robust flavor. Mm. So it kind of elevates that those spice flavors a little bit. There was no one spice that overtook the other. No. Like you said, a deft hand. Mm-hmm. Alex has really dialed, dialed in his craft mm-hmm. over the years, and he's he's doing an amazing job. This is one of my favorites, I think, that they've ever done, period. So what we're telling him is that he needs to make more, make more, keep it on the winter rotation, perhaps can it, but thank you so much for offering growler fills of it. Yes. Uh. Yes. I was able, I was able to get a growler fill. So, and I may have short-circuited some other friends of ours and listeners of the show. Uh-oh, we who, apologize too. Yeah, who were coming to get it. And I'm like, oh, I think I kicked the keg. Sorry. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. But they still have it up. He it, Alex still has it up on the website. So maybe he had. Another you know, keg back there. Maybe. Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope for our friends <laughs> with a Z. Our friends who love Coastal Days Brewery. And if you come to our area, this should definitely be on the brewery tour post-race. Oh, yeah. Well, the, number one, you Whatever could literally races. walk to the brewery from the start and finish line of the of the 5K, of the turkey trot. It's you could. right there you could. on McGregor. It's, it's a stone's throw from the Edison Ford Winter States. So if you tour that place... And then you can go and you can sit on the patio. And if it's like the one day of winter, <laughs> that's true. Florida, then you could be on the patio with this and just be loving the winter life here. And if you get 
too cold in that Florida winter, you could go inside to their indoor seating. Right. And uh, perhaps one of the food trucks that they're hosting is going to be serving up some delicious food. They, it's possible. They, they always have great stuff going on, whether it's food truck, they do trivia nights, they have... Music, live, live music, music, all music the time. bingo. But you can also order in from several different local restaurants like Downtown House of Pizza, McGregor Pizza. It's so if a food truck is not there, you can still have something to pair with the delicious beer. And worst case scenario, you could always go get a pub sub from across the street. That is true. So it's hard, that is hard to be Florida beat. legend. It, that would be the most Florida brewery experience you'll ever have right there. So and it would be fabulous. <laughs> not, that, not, not complaining. No, we've done it. Yeah. So. so however you want that experience to be, it was a stone's throw from our race and it would be great in any case. Oh yeah. We congratulate Alex for his success. We can't wait to bring him a cookie butter pie. You got to get to cooking this weekend. And see what he does inspired with that. I don't know. No one knows. I'm curious. I'm, but I'm curious and I hope that it comes to fruition. And just, yeah, congratulations, Alex. Coastal Days Brewery. I You probably have local breweries around you. Runcation Nation, where there are seasonal beverages that you love to sample. Let us know about them. Shout them out. Info at runnydrink.net. Or 941-677-2733. Give us a quick rating and review of the place that you're wanting to shout out, the beverage that they have that's a seasonal favorite of yours. Mm-hmm. Tell us why it's something that we must check out when we're traveling to your neck of the woods. We'd love to hear from you. Or you could do what Rhonda Lee did in the Facebook group, Runcation Nation Facebook group, and do a live beer review. Yes, this is true. And that was great. By the way, if you're not a member of the Runcation Nation Facebook group, do a search. Runcation, one word. Nation, the other word. Find that group. Request to join. We'll, we'll let you in. We just want to make sure you're not a robot. True enough. I saw Terminator. I know how that ends. I'll be back. No. (laughs) Something like that. I don't know. (laughs) So anyway, that is going to do it for this week's show. But before we go, we want to say thank you to the sponsor of this week's show, Fitz Kohler. We want to tell you about her new course, Fixing Your Life with Fitzness. We know Fitz is one half of Team Noisy, and she's been at the start and finish lines of some of our favorite races like Vidana. You know, oh, yeah. This little race we, yeah, we, yeah. we've been talking about. Sure. And Gasparilla Distance Classic. She's She is announcing races all over the country. Mm. She's also a, a cancer survivor and author of My Noisy Cancer Comeback. Plus, she's got some other books coming mm-hmm. very soon. She's headed to Rocket City to do some race announcing this coming weekend. But did you know... And you should know if you listened to our show last week Mm -hmm. or if you've listened to our show for any length of time when we interviewed her about her book, that she has a master's degree in exercise and sports science from the University of Florida. Go Gators. Just for fits. Did that. She's been teaching fitness around the globe for decades. Did you know that? I, I, I knew that. And if you've been listening to the show 
you guys knew that too. But the most important thing is that you get to know it by getting to know FITS. Fixing Your Life with Fitness, it's an in-depth course with over five hours of content that will change the way you handle a lot of things in your life for the better in every way. And she breaks it down into eight powerful modules. Some of my favorites are the the modules, the, the FAQ modules, because they dispel myths that can harm those of us who are dedicated to getting fit, who are so passionate about achieving athletic goals like that marathon distance. Mm-hmm. Many of many of the Runcation Nation are out there trying to prepare for that in an upcoming race, crossing the finish line at a race, or those of us who, for medical reasons, are dedicated to getting fitter and living a longer, healthier life. And we're incorporating what she's doing into our training for the Donna. And we are loving the demos of the exercises and explanations of which ones target certain muscle groups so that we can have that fitness regimen mm-hmm. custom designed to that, that hits the areas of the body we need it to and targets what she called the pillars of fitness that gets us to where we want to be with our own goals. You get a ton of knowledge and a ton of power out of this course. So get started today at fitness.com and use our discount code exclusively for the Runcation Nation. Enter RED22 in the discount code box at checkout for 20% off. Two zero. The entire course. Oh, and that discount code RED22 will work on her fantastic book, My Noisy Cancer Comeback, as well. That is the book that you see that sits front and center on our set here when we do live from the studio. Fitz, thank you for supporting this week's show. We will put a link to the course in the show notes. Check out the course, Fixing Your Life with Fitzness at fitzness.com. Well... That is a wrap. So thank you for joining us from wherever you are, your long run, your commute to work, around the house. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe and well, and we will accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're run, eat, drink, pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash podcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.